What time is it? Blalala, a blue blah blah la flulala, improv o'clock with the makeup artists. I'm Gareth. The only person reading a script in this podcast is me because who left Lelele Brunepla? Oh no, Blele, Quake, Lebanana. The rest of this lot will be dangerously off script. They are Lauren, Jim, Josh, Harvey, and Maddie. For those with a more delicate ear, the language used by the aforementioned could be considered to be less than proper, so don't say you weren't warned. I said aforementioned again. Are you having a fucking Why are you scatting as well? I thought... I was going to say, shit. <laughs> I thought the scatting was last week. I love that. You know Scatman John, the Scatman. Yeah. Maddie, you scat after I sing that I'm the Scatman bit. Ready? I'm a Scatman! Maddie, you're really not a bad scatter, to be fair. I practiced a lot. Thank you. <laughs> now we enter a section of the podcast called Questions O'Clock. I'll be asking questions and demanding answers. This week's questions are all taken from the field of philosophy. Jim, if God is considered to be all-powerful, and we take the definition to mean that he has the scope to affect everything, can God make a stone too heavy for himself to lift? Yes, God can do whatever he wants. <laughs> but if he can make a stone too heavy for himself to lift, then he can't lift it. Yeah, but just because he can doesn't mean he has to, does it? Yeah, but if he can't do it, then that means he's limited. He's not all-powerful. Yeah, but he We're can not do it about... he chooses not to. Yeah, but if he can do it, then he can't lift it. Yeah, but but why does not make it in the first it? place? He can because do it, he, can't he just chooses it, not to make too, it. Then it's too heavy for himself to lift. If he just goes Shazam, so to speak, and the the, the rock is then made, or the, the stone, or or the pebble, or, or whatever form this this beast takes, um, it is made. He doesn't need to lift it again. Otherwise, yeah, but he could but, just, what, it, but what it's saying is he wouldn't be able to lift it because he's made it too heavy for himself to lift. I don't give a shit what you're saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is that he can do what he wants, or she. We don't know. God can be whatever the fuck they want to be. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande is God. No. No, it's not. No, it's not. She did a song called "God Is a Woman." Anyway, carry on. One like the, you know the stone, yeah. You've made it uh, really heavy. He's made it heavy. He's like, oh, I can't lift this. If he's all powerful, he could just make himself stronger to be able to lift it. Then there's no need for this conversation. Yeah, but then he's not made. But then he's not made a stone that's too heavy for himself to lift. I know he's not made of stone. I mean, he could be if he was all powerful. Yeah, that's not what I said. <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, what did you say? We're clearly not making any new ground. On this centuries-old debate, it's not a centuries-old debate. You brought it up just now. It's completely like it. it it's one I of didn't those make things. Up this I'm not sure know. it's new, Jim. I'm not both. You know what? I think it it's new. Now. I've never heard so, of it before. Exactly. I'm with Harvey. This is a brand new. Uh, right. So, if God creates a a a stone that He Himself cannot lift, good on Him, is what I say, because that means that there's something for Him Him to build up to. Because, you know, 
Yeah, he can like, get to he, the gym. He could start training. Yeah, exactly. Like tomorrow could be leg day for God. You don't know that. Like, he could end up squatting this giant stone, and and then look at that, that look on your face when after he's built up to it. Yeah, you fucked it because then um, then what he'd have to do is he turn around and he'll build an even bigger and more heavier rock. That is why God is a woman. I'm so scared because there's four more questions and they're all more complicated <laughs> than this. <laughs> Lauren, finding a pocket watch on the floor as opposed to a rock would make you instantly know that the former was designed by an intelligent being rather than just naturally occurring. If you consider the complexity of the world, would you not assume that it also has an intelligent creator? Uh, yeah, I, I think you could assume that the rock has been made by by something uh, intelligent because it's been made by Mother Nature, and and if we're sticking with the women powerful uh, route that we're we're going down, which I absolutely love, Mother Nature is intelligent. She's powerful. She knows what she's doing, um, and she has created a beautiful rock. So I'd say the rock is is more powerful than the watch. Okay, <laughs> Maddie. Consider a ship whose planks decay, nails rust, and sails tear on a long journey. As each element of the ship is no longer useful, they are replaced until no part of the ship is the same as when the ship sets sail. Is this the same ship that set sail? Wow, thank you so much for opening the floor. Um, <laughs> I bloody hope so. That would be, that would be nice. I've got to say I don't really understand this one. Um, can I have Lauren's question, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the broom theory from Only Fools and Horses. Yeah, trick, the broom broom. theory from Only Fools. I didn't know it was a theory. Yeah. <laughs> so this it's is a theory. That's true. Sorry, sorry, buddy. Is it the ship of Theseus? The, it is the, the ship, ship of Theseus. is rusty. So, sorry, right. So the ship. Uh, the planks are decaying, the nails are rusting, and the sails are tearing. As something breaks, you replace it. When you've replaced everything, is the ship the same as when it started? Oh, I love that. Um, the heart of the ship, perhaps. The memories that have been on board said ship. And, you know, perhaps you could have something to remember the older version of the ship by. But if you continue to replace and replace... Oh my god, no. No, Gareth! I didn't it's, need this in my brain! It's basically a veiled argument around the concept of body and soul and whether you think whether you think that the there is such thing as a separate soul to the body that makes you you well if we consider it this way when people have heart transplants and then they take on the the passions and the loves um from the people who gave them the heart in the first place so people who you know if you were a poet and then your heart ends up in somebody else, then they have a love and a want for poetry. Oh. Yeah, no, 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 I liked it. I could I see, liked... I could see in your face that you, you, you were, you were half believing yourself, and then you, you, you doubted it. But there was a thing I read not, not too long about, uh, long ago. There was a woman who had like a, a one of the most useless organs, just a random transplant, and the other person was still alive. And she, after this, this transplant, she then became obsessed. Um, with uh, Monster Munch, a pickled onion Monster Munch, to be more precise. 
And it was one of those things of she hated pickled onion monster munch. Then she had this transplant. The other woman loved uh, pickled onion monster munch. And now they, they now have a bond over a shared lung and a shared love of pickled onion monster munch. That's incredible. I've got to say, I preferred Maddie's example of poetry. It seemed a bit more, <laughs> it seemed a bit more whimsical than pickled onion monster. <laughs> yeah, but mine, I I read in an actual newspaper. Yeah, but I, Maddie's I, Maddie's is an example of things that have I read happened. mine as well. I wasn't doubting it. I was just absolutely number one, blown away by myself, and secondly, <laughs> that question brought me in my sleep. <laughs> Right, Harvey. <clears throat> Some explorers come to a clearing in a deserted jungle and notice a very neat patch of jungle that seems well tended with lots of flowers. The first claims that a gardener must tend to this garden, but the other says there's no evidence of this gardener. They camp in the garden and look out for a gardener, but none is seen. The first then posits that the gardener is invisible. They install an electric fence and control the area with guard dogs, but they hear no shrieks to suggest that a gardener has accounted any of these measures. The first then proclaims that, as well as being invisible, the gardener is also intangible, i.e. that the gardener has no physical form. At this point, the second then proclaims that there will be no way to refute this argument because it will be endlessly qualified to satisfy the original statement. Does this therefore mean, Harvey, that the Judeo-Christian God suffers the death of a thousand questions? Look at it! I cannot (laughs) wait to hear what you think, Harvey. But I think that there doesn't necessarily have to be a gardener. It could be the birds that are making this garden nicer. It could be the bees. Bees help (laughs) pollinate things and and sort shit out like that. Bees are very important. We must save the bees. On a side note, save the bees. Um, So, you know... the bees and the birds, probably, rather than the, um, the that little argument up. Um, <laughs> now, no one ever has to think about that question again because you've cleared it right up. Exactly. Harvey's, Harvey's killed it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Josh. Oh, yes. D- does spider have puss puss? <laughs> oh no, the answer to that. Where would the spider PP go if it wasn't for spider pustus? <laughs> now it's time to play a few games. The scene prompts have not been seen by these guys, so everything they say will be made up. Firstly, we have a game called Director. For this game, producer Jim becomes Director Jim, and the actors as the actors in his film try their best to meet his demanding requirements. In this film, Josh and Harvey are fruit pickers picking fruit. Maddie, you are Keith, the fruit demon, who has vowed to destroy all fruit. Fuck you, Gareth. (laughs) You absolute dick. (laughs) I can't believe it! You've got to summon the character of... (laughs) Keep the fruit demon from within. You troll! <laughs> Jim will take charge when he wishes. Go. That's another apple for the pile. Oh God, Harvey, look! It's oh fucking... no! Oh, it's Keith. What's his name? Ben. Ben, ben the, the fruit I think demon. It was Keith, Josh. Oh. I think. Sorry, Keith. Sorry, Keith. 
How could you forget Keith's name? He's the evil bastard that wants us to eat meat rather than all this lovely fruit. I've only seen him once, and to be honest, he didn't make a big impression on me, so I forgot his name. Hello, my pretties. Can I please have some fruit? <laughs> Fuck off, Keith. <laughs> These are my golden delicious. Please. I'm desperate for them pink ladies and a couple of raspberries from that patch. You should go and get your own Granny Smiths, Keith. Bugger off. I hate Granny Smiths because they're all pilly to the tongue. Can I please have a really crisp red gala apple? <laughs> for, a, for a fruit demon, Keith, I didn't expect you to be such an apple racist. What's wrong with Granny Smith? Not once. What it wants. I also didn't realise that fruit demons were so picky, if I'm honest, Keith. I thought you'd just oh. want to destroy all fruit, but... I did say please and thank you multiple times. I don't give a shit, Keith. <laughs> you can say please and thank you all you want. Keep your hands off these golden delicious. Oh, please, though. I'm so desperate for some vitamins. Right. I'm just gonna just get stop your hands at... off my um, melons. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> Quiet. I am talking now. <laughs> Maddie. Yeah. I really liked that. Have a have a swig of water because I feel like the voice is going to stay the same. I'm sorry. It's hot. gonna be it's going to be same, same, but different because I really enjoyed uh, a few weeks ago when, when I heard um, a, a French accent. Oh, um, fuck you, dick. I feel like you, you need that voice with a French accent, if that's possible. Um, <laughs> only because I just want to hear it myself for yeah. my own personal pleasure. Um, Harvey, um, I feel... Like uh, I, I liked it, and uh, but unfortunately, I didn't feel, hear like, too many words from you, um, because you, you you were you know dumped over by Josh. So I want you <laughs> to 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 be Josh Blanchard. <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and and Josh, I, I'm I'm just gonna take a leaf out of Gareth's uh, eternal questions, and or whatever the hell they were. And I just want you to think about this, and then whatever the answer to this is, it is how I want you to portray um, the, the, the character. Okay. So if the Pope shits in the woods and nobody eats it, how long is the piece of rope pulling the camel through the Red Sea? <laughs> and action. Oh, a bell, Keith! Good heavens, you puck wumble! It's Keith! What are you doing, Keith? Get away from my apples! Je voudrais un lapel, s'il vous plaît. Merci beaucoup. Oh, leave my fruit alone. No, je suis Keith. Je suis in station for the fruits upon that tree there. Please, my have them. Good heavens, Keith, no! What are you doing? Get off our apples. These are my delicious apples, and I will eat the apples. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, is that a Granny Smith? 
Yes, it's a Granny Smith. Shut up. Yes, it's a Granny Smith. Wind your body down, Keith. Let me put some reggae on. The pity taste of the Granny Smith upon my tongue. It makes me want to be sick. It's time for Keith to move away from the apples. Boom, ba -ba 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 -ba. Oh, no. Right, okay, right. Um, let, let, let's just stop there. So far, uh, we're not quite gaining that, that, that Oscar nomination, uh, but what we are going to gain a Razzie. So, so there's that to look forward to, I guess. Um, Andy, I, I appear to have ruined your voice, my darling, so I will allow you to, to pick whichever accent and whichever voice you, you wish to do. Um, but I, I feel like Keith um, should be um, more... And how do I say this politely? More anti-everything. So the complete opposite of you. Okay. Is, is yeah, okay. Uh, Harv, I, I liked your, your uh, rendition of, of Blanchard. How, how would you get on doing a Gareth? Uh, Josh. Um, yes. I, I, I like the singing. Uh, maybe we should have more of it. Maybe you, you should be an apple picker who is also a choir boy. And I action. was being, um, I was being Aswad. Every member of Aswad. That was the answer to the question. Did it come off well? I, I believe he said go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, it's Keith. Oh no, I've said it wrong. Sorry, it's Keith. Keith is over there, Josh. Pretties, my Keith. Hello there. <laughs> Give me some apples, Ralph. One, one second. I told you you could choose any accent and any voice, and you went straight back to how it was beforehand. <laughs> Hold on, there was a northern twang. <laughs> right, okay. Okay, fair enough. Right, El let's, hello, let's, let's hello, again. my pretties. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Give me apples. Give me some of them apples, <laughs> apples please. Keith, how dare you take our apples? Apple, apple, apple. Oh, give me a minute, guys. Sorry, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start again. Sorry, Keith. How dare you take our? <coughs> oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm going to have to go for a third take. <laughs> Keith, how dare you take our apples? Shut up, you bearded twazak. Keith, get away from the apples, please. Oh, Keith! A singing boy that's so ladylike, I hate it when men aren't men, you know? Men, and there should be a straight pride. This is killing me. There should be a straight <laughs> pride, I reckon. And give oh, me some dare you pick on our friend over there. If you don't stop, I'm going to headbutt you like I headbutted that pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it happen. He'll fuck the pigeon up and fuck you up, Keith. You think I care about some pigeon? Give me some of them raspberries or it'll be your nan. Brilliant. Fantastic. We've nailed the BAFTA. Thank you, guys. And see. Addy, since when could you do a Paddy McGuinness impression? <laughs> I have no idea. It was so in me. It just came out. I feel a changed woman. Do you think Aswad are still together? <laughs> <laughs> who are Aswad? <laughs> Jim, you would love Aswad. You should go listen to them after this. 
They're an eighties reggae R and B and soul group. Brace your pants. What time is it? Improv o'clock. The next game is called Alphabet, and this one is for Maddie and Lauren. They must perform a scene a sentence at a time, but each sentence must start with the next letter of the alphabet. This game will end when we have returned to the first letter of the alphabet, which is D. In this scene, you are product safety inspectors at a lawnmower factory. Lauren, you will start with the letter D. Do you think that looks sharp? Everyone knows that's sharp, Lauren. Fuck's sake, I touched it and now I've cut myself. Go on, go get a plaster. How am I supposed to find plasters? There's no first aid kit. We are going to have to fail this place. Isn't there? Oh, God. Don't tell the authorities. Just cal- calm down. It's going to be okay. We'll be fine. Kicking myself about it. I'm kicking myself about it. Look, we are going to have to find a bandage from somewhere. I'm sure we can use a T-shirt that someone's left around here. Maybe... Maybe we can find, yeah, maybe we can find a t-shirt. Let's go ask that fit, that fit one over there from, you know, accounting. No, no, I'm scared of talking to attractive people. Oh, really? Watch and learn. Please show me how it's done. Quick, follow me. Run, run to the attractive man. (laughs) Softly, Lauren. We don't want to scare him away. Tread carefully. We don't want to scare the attractive man away. I feel like I'm repeating you, but this is the only way I'll learn. Sol's about that. (laughs) What? (laughs) Up, look up. It looks like there's a brick about to fall on us. We are supposed to be looking for safety. Very well spotted there, Lauren. You will do well. Well, I think we should continue on our route to finding things that are dangerous around this place. Xenophobes, the lot of you. I heard what you said in the staff room. (laughs) Yes, I was there. I heard it too. How dare you? Zionists. Zygotes. (laughs) About time they were called out on it. Bloody bastards. I cannot believe that they'd let them in this place. I can't believe we have to work here. I think we should leave. Done. Dusted. I'm finished. In our final game, party guests, Harvey will be hosting a party. One by one, the guests will arrive, but these guests are weird. Those guests are Jim, Lauren and Josh. When Harvey has guessed what is making them weird, they will leave the party. Harvey, can you mute us, please? Yes. I'm just going to take my headphones off. Yeah. Okay, assuming Harvey can't hear us. Jim, you are king of the slugs. (laughs) 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 Uh, Lauren... You are practising for your appearance on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and will only allow yourself to have a drink after correctly answering a trivia question. And Josh, you are going from birth to death in 60 seconds. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> okay, let's... Uh, can you two wave at Harvey until he puts his headphones back on? He's not even looking at the screen. There we go. He looked at us for a good two seconds before realising <laughs> what we needed to do. That, that, was a, that was a lovely welcoming back. Everybody yeah. was very nice. Thank you. Okay, so Harvey, when you're ready, start the party. Tunes on, beers in the ice, pop a couple open, ready for my first guest. Oh, I answered the door. Hello. Hello there. Hi. How are you? I appear to be leaving a bit of a trail. I'm sorry, someone will clean it up. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Come on in. Come on in. Grab yourself a drink over there. I would, but I've I've got no hands. Just, just pour it on the floor, and I'll, I'll lick it up. You'll lick it up. Okay, brilliant. Oh, I didn't really want to tip that all on the floor, but there you go. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> right, I'm just going to leave you there to stay in your own slime. Um, let me go and answer the door. Hello. Hello, lovely to see you. I am absolutely parched. Ask me a question. Any question, just ask me a question. Okay, what would you like to drink if you're parched? Uh, no, no, no. A more difficult question. A more difficult question. Okay. Um, what is the number of the universe? Oh, uh, c- can I can I phone a friend? Yes. Fifty uh, fifty. I-, I can give you phone a friend if you want. I suppose you've got your phone on you. Uh, yeah. No, I, I suppose I could. Um, yeah, no, I can't. I don't know the answer to that one. Oh, I'm so thirsty. Um, uh, 235. Yeah, we'll say that's right. Correct. <laughs> but I need to know it's right, though. Well, you're going to have to Google it then, because I can't tell you. <sighs> no, this isn't good enough. This isn't. I'm not impressed, Harvey. I'm not impressed. Right, I'll leave you there. You try and find the answers. Hello. Here you go. Here's a drink. There you go. Fuck you, Harvey. You're not my mum. What the fuck are you getting me a drink for? I hate you. God. Oh, God. This drink. Oh, can I now I can have an alcoholic drink now? Yeah. Finally hit that age. Woo. Here you I'm go. There's some first beer. I'm hitting the Coke every night. Woo. As well as a couple of beers. And oh, my God, I've got so many taxes to do. And I hate my job and I hate my life. And I want to get married, but no one loves me. Oh, God. Oh. I'm married now. Woo! Now I'm enjoying my life at home. And I'm getting a beer belly. Oh, just this one beer and my belly's got fucking massive. I've got such a dad bod now. and I've got three kids and a minivan. And I've never done anything I wanted to with my life. And my wife hates me and my kids hate me. And now, oh God. Oh God, my knees hurt so much and my back. and I can barely walk. And oh, oh, excuse me, young sir. You have a penny for a word that's original. I'm out of buttered candies. Right, do you want to come in? Because we've been on the doorstep for a while now. Yes, please, (laughs) but you'll have to lift my legs over the doorstep because I can't pick them up. Oh, have you done it yet? I can't (laughs) feel my legs anymore. You'll have to carry me to the condiments table. 
I don't know if we've got a condiments table, if I'm, if I'm totally honest, sir. It's time for me to go, Harvey. Remember to live your life well. <laughs> I mean, you've only just come through the door, Josh, if I'm honest, but you can leave if you want. I meant leave this plane of existence. <laughs> I mean, I'd prefer if you didn't die at my party. It might ruin the mood a little bit. It's too late. Oh, I'm dying. Oh, I think this is my favourite I mean, character if... that's ever been played. <laughs> Maybe I'll go and check over this on, on this slug man over here. Well... Yeah, the fuck you're doing, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Slugman. Actually, he's uh, <laughs> king of the slugs. <laughs> right, let's go back to this quiz show contestant. Yeah, quiz show contestant. She's practicing for her appearance on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and will only allow herself a drink after correctly answering trivia questions. But I will take what you said. Thank you. And now I think we'll just call up the undertakers to collect the man who lives his life in 60 seconds. Hey, that was pretty much what I've got written down. From birth to death in 60 seconds. Yeah. Amazing. Clean sheet for Harvey. Well done. Thank you. Um, and also, I am just going to just gonna say, Maddie, that Josh's <laughs> character there wasn't my favourite character that we've ever had. Because uh, Keith the Fruit Demon is my favourite character. <laughs> 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 You're still listening to Improv O'Clock with the makeup artists Aren't they a lovely bunch? And as we move towards the end of the podcast We just about have time for a discussion This lot have proven they will argue about anything And they are going to prove that again By answering this question What is the best sandwich filling? Oh yeah Peanut wow. butter Peanut butter's a great shout, though, Maddie, in all fairness. Yeah. Mm. Not really a sandwich, that, though, is it? It depends. It's a good sweet sandwich in a bit of white Mm. bread. Why, what does you keep a sandwich off? Well, I mean, that's just really like a a piece of bread and a spread, isn't it? And then another piece of bread. It's not not really a sandwich. That's a sandwich. You've just defined a sandwich. (laughs) Because there's no filling. No, because if I just put butter on a piece of bread... And close the piece of bread with another bit of butter on it. It's not really a sandwich. You've got a sandwich. Like a sandwich there, my friend. Yeah. You can have toast sandwiches. They're definitely that's definitely a sandwich. Well, I, I would probably you could have mine. three slices of bread and have a piece and have a bread sandwich. Like that's a legit that, thing. That's a filling. Yeah. Then you've you got say, something in the middle. When you say toast the, sandwich, there is a thing called a toast sandwich, which is two slices of bread with a slice of dry sandwich. toast in the middle. Yeah, and it is. Diabolical thing. You've made that up. No, uh, if you, Um, there's a Wikipedia page for toast sandwiches, and it it is the most worthless part of the internet that's ever existed. (laughs) I'd say more more than this. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely more than this. It it's sort of it's sort of challenging Twitter for being a cesspit, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I must say, there are probably... I, I can name five amazing sandwiches. Okay. Um, that everyone's going to go, ooh, yes. One, chip butty. Technically a sandwich. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Two, yeah. crisp sandwich. Very similar to the chip butty, no, except it's you've crisp. Lost, you've lost me on well, crisp sandwich. Okay, oh, fair, crisp enough. Sandwich. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Like crisp sandwich. All right, three. Go, go for, for the good old old-fashioned childhood shot of the, the fish finger sandwich. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do the fish finger sandwich. I'm back on the train. 
see you back on the train. Four. This one is going to be just me. I can feel it. But it's a triple-decker sandwich. It, so you, you've got one slice of bread at the bottom. And then, of course, you add some butter. And then you add a nice layer of tuna, mayo, sweet corn. Bang it. Bread. More butter. And then what goes on top of that, that, those, that butter? Some, and this, this is where it's going to divide opinion. Some cheese and onion crisps. Then another piece of bread. Bang. That is, honestly, much. don't knock it till you tried too it. That is the best sandwich I have not, ever no, had. It's not, not too much flavour. It is, it, is, it is a thing. And it is amazing, Jim. And uh, it's just all—it's—it's it's, it's got sweet, it's got sour, it, it's got the just the, the nice fishy flavors. It's got the nice. Mm, 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 mm. It's just—it's oh, honestly Jim, the nicest sandwich. I mean this with love. You've disgraced yes, yourself. Yeah. You've disgraced Lauren. <laughs> you've disgraced your family, have... and you've disgraced the good name of this podcast. Hold on, I was have a good name. And I, I want to try this sandwich. I bloody love a good tuna sandwich. And I, I, mean, I want to try it. What I would say is, it, one, it's disgusting, Jim. But two, <laughs> a slight stroke of genius in that we've now possibly got our first T-shirt of the podcast, which can be a sandwich labelled with Jim's fillings. I think that would look like <laughs> a cool T-shirt. Disgusting sandwich. I'd buy it. Cool T-shirt. Although I'm on the podcast, so I expect one for free. But, yeah. <laughs> buy it and then just under it just the words you've disgraced the good name of this podcast yes i think that's a great t-shirt that is the one i um i struggle for sandwich options because of my filthy veganism but i'm i make my own vegan brisket and vegan steaks oh. like tan, and they go very nice in the sandwich so i'd have to say them mm, that sounds, that sounds incredible Mm, not, not, not to be rude, but what, what, what goes inside a vegan brisket? Because brisket is obviously, you know, not very much vegan. It's definite meat, in my opinion. It's a very complicated process, Jim. Uh, it involves seitan, which is made with vital wheat gluten. Uh, I think there's chickpea flour in it. Um, but it's got, it's like half a wet mix that you put on, half a wet mix that you cook it in. And the wet mix has like um, garlic, marsala wine... Um, uh, sriracha. Think it's got some tamari in it. Uh, I'll send you the tamari recipe stuff. over. But yeah, it's very, very nice. And then I grill it either on a barbecue or in the oven. I will look at the recipe out of respect and then decline to make it. <laughs> but when you say <laughs> fair enough, when you say vegan brisket, does seitan when it's cooked does it pull like brisket? Uh, I mean, it's the closest you're gonna get okay. to something pulling like brisket that's not brisket. But it okay. is quite good. It's surprisingly good at it. Okay. You know, I'm going to go opposite a vegan and actually just say I really do love a cheese and ham toasty. Oh, uh, yeah. That is it's the good. opposite of vegan, you're right. How did I not think of the cheese and ham toasty? What is yeah. wrong with me? It's See, a love, really good shout. Love the cheese and ham. It's all right. I lo- love the cheese and ham toasty. Yeah. But I, I want to put it on steroids a little bit. So mm-hmm. it, I'm going to swap the ham for bacon. And I'm going to swap the random cheese for brie. A bacon and brie oh, on a toasted yeah, panini. Yeah. That's the one. Oh, with, with a bit of cranberry sauce. With a little bit of cranberry sauce, Lauren! <laughs> wow, That's guys. The one. Oh, yeah. uh, well, cranberry sauce, yes. But one notch further, lingonberry. Oh. I'm going to go even one notch further. Because once I had a brie sandwich with a spiced grape chutney. 
Oh, yeah. And it blew my tiny mind. (laughs) I'm going to go one step further. When I was a kid... Oh, God, I can't believe I'm telling you. Sorry. When I was a kid, I really liked cheese and strawberry jam sandwiches, and I don't know why. I'm talking like thick bits of cheddar. Oh, God. My sister used to do that. that Yes, Jim. Jim loves I can get behind that. I love a cheese and jam sandwich when I'm feeling a little bit down. Yeah, but if you think about a cheesecake, it's not that far fetched, is it? No. Yeah, but cheesecake is not mature cheddar. Yeah, but have (laughs) you ever had? Have you ever had a digestive biscuit with mature cheddar on? Because that, my friend, that is a culinary experience. I'm telling you, Shah. Shah, Gareth, it's Char? very cool. Shah's not even here. Shah isn't here today. I'm so we used to... We haven't seen Shah for, th- for two weeks now. <laughs> we hope he's okay. I'm so used to telling Shah about things he should do because he doesn't do them and he's wrong that I accidentally always say, you should you should try it, Shah. Has Shah got married yet? By the time uh, this episode comes out? No. What do you mean by the time this episode comes out? This episode, of course, we know what's happening in our daily lives. This episode is recorded on <laughs> we, the Sunday and it's released we on the Tuesday. Don't record these ahead of time. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean, you imbecile? This one should come out on the twenty seventh of July, I think. So just two days before. No, wait, six days after oh, Measures Ease, is it? Yeah, he'd yeah. have had he'd have had his stag do by then. Oh, we've, we've probably gone to full apocalypse by now, then, if we've had six days of no measures. That's nice. I hope everyone's enjoying the apocalypse. I know I am. <laughs> I'm personally very ready. You're ready for the apocalypse that's already happened? Yes. Amazing. There's nothing, nothing like living in the present. Do you know, the, <laughs> just to bring it back to sandwiches a little bit. There is... A... <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy an apocalypse sandwich. I, honestly, <laughs> a, a corned beef as a sandwich. I've like very rarely, but there is something that is, that is quite nice about it. Apocalypse sandwich. I was thinking more like the lead up to the apocalypse sandwich. So I was thinking the sandwich that brings on the apocalypse, not the one that you have afterwards. <laughs> I was thinking like a sandwich full of like of like Rain. prime prime steak. With a bit of radium in there and some cocaine dribbled on the top with a side dish of heroin. And that's what led to the apocalypse. Good God. I think we've run out of words for once. <laughs> no, I think I think Gareth is, is um I'm back, I'm back. He's back. Okay. I, I heard I heard Harvey say a sandwich full of on what I believed to be the word crime. Um <laughs> <laughs> Better than it was. <laughs> it's a full of crime is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh god! I mean, you try and cut the sandwich in half, the sandwich cuts you. <laughs> oh, and that way, you can say you've taken a bite out of crime. <laughs> now we know how the apocalypse started. Harvey made a crime sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, well, I think that's uh, a good place to wrap that up. So, <laughs> say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Keith. Bye, Keith.
I hate myself. <laughs> and now the outro plays. School of No, not again. <laughs> and that's all we have time for on this week's episode of Improv O'Clock. If you haven't already, then follow our socials at TMA Improv on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. While you're there, why not try sliding into our DMs with a completely random sentence or crazy story? And these might get used on a future podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we will see you next week for another edition of Improv O'Clock. Bye!